0: Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning, up and at
1: 'em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky roll call.
0: I'm so excited. I'm so
1: excited. With Walker and Roush. are to
0: Wild.
2: Hello everybody, happy Wednesday to you, August 25th, 2021, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your wacky Wednesday, hump day edition of KRC, hump day, on the Big X Sports Radio, hope everybody's having a good start to it, it's just, you know what I'm realizing, Roush, what's that, people, people that say they like summer the best, are the people that go outside the least, period.
0: I've started to notice that. I disagree. Summer's my favorite, and I go outside all the time.
1: I don't think you do go outside I th- I all the time. I think most people that do are lake people. I so don't So spend... they're inherently outside more. They're really not.
2: They think that they are. They're really not. They are glamour outside people, like Justin. Justin, you only go outside if you're playing golf.
0: That's not true at what all. What else are you doing when you're outside? Do you, your to, roommate throw have a catch? I, I go to the lake. I spend some time in my parents' sure. pools. Lake's different. I,
2: pool's different. So what are you doing that's not one of your favorite hobbies or activities?
0: Or if it's the if dead
2: where you're you are at a body of water.
0: If it's the dead of summer and I'm not at a body of water, I'm doing it wrong. And it, if that, I'm not if I'm not at a body kind, of water, I'm kind golfing. Of,
2: you're kind of making my point for me. That that the only time let me transition here. The only time people that are Summer people are outside or when they're at a body of water or doing something they absolutely passionately love, like golfing. But you're not, you don't have you been on any walks lately? No, no,
0: yeah, because like the weather's miserable. You <laughs> don't yeah, want to out, be outside during, it. I'm not Walker, period. Roush, I'm not a hiker guy.
2: You're uh Justin Hoosier Dingus TJ Walker. <laughs> I love being outside, of Roush. Whether it's just sitting out there doing nothing. You're a big
1: Windows Down guy, too. Windows Down, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh,
2: by the way, I rolled Windows Down on the bachelor party, and you would have thought that I had, like, stabbed the person next to me. (laughs) They were like, you aren't even going to ask if we wanted Windows Down? Whoa. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was a big deal. And then guess, I'll give you one guess. I'll give you one guess about who said, it hurts my ears.
1: It hurts my ear.
0: Oh, the vibration. Gosh, <laughs> it's the word. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. Granted,
1: if it's all the way down on the highway, that's just a lot. Like we were going probably fifty
2: to sixty. It wasn't a highway, but it was one of those roads that are you know yeah mile, it was yeah. like fifty mile per hour, fifty five mile per hour. We were we were going quick. I just it was we had five people shoulder to shoulder in a tight little car. I Think figured I can't imagine yeah. the the windows down is really going to kill anybody for a second. Oh yeah, they acted crazy. <laughs> but I'm starting to just realize that people that say they love the summer the most pick a few things that they like to do, generally involving a body of water to one capacity. And the rest of the time they're just indoors, which like, yeah, I mean, I guess I, bo- I guess when you're in a 68 degree house, it is it does feel nice. But I'm an outside kind of fella.
0: It boils down to why do they like summer the best? I mean, if they like summer the best because there's no school and they just don't have to do anything, then that's a different reasoning for thinking summer's the best.
2: That's that's you're, OK, quit. Quit with your reason and logic. Thinking You're, logically, you, you, you are right. Guys, there are probably some people that are like, "No, I hate the weather of summer, but I'm just glad I don't have to work. I'm a teacher. It's amazing." Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, weather be damned. I don't I can understand. I don't that. typically.
0: I don't typically think logically, so let me just have this one.
2: I'll Here give it. One. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'm just sick of the weather. It's tough to get like excited about the day to day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially. I really want to go to the fair. It's just miserably hot, you know, and. Yeah, that's be, another
2: thing. I'm not even a huge fair guy, but it's something to do.
1: But Yeah, and, like, yesterday, you know, the, the schedule's changing up, so I'm hanging out with, you know, I, I got some afternoons to dad around, and Duke just wants to go outside, but we can only, like, I, I could only go on the shortest version of a walk with yeah, him bet, and the dog before it was just miserable. But
2: there's some places where, like, his little
1: feet would get burnt. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to have sandals as on because that concrete's too hot, just yeah. even for him to, you know.
2: Walk just, out there. And I automatically just associate football season with like, aha, weather turns. It's not always that way. I mean, we've had days in October that have been super hot. Do you remember that season opener? Well, you were covering it down at Southern Miss. Oh, God. And, so hot. In Louisville, though, it was like 52 degrees and raining that whole weekend. Really? It was Labor Day weekend. and Yeah. So, it, you know, that's, that's Kentucky weather for you. But I tell you what I do hate is when it's just like you hear Jay Cardosi or Jude Redfield be like, yeah, it's going to be – High in in the 90s, heat index, low 100s, and uh, yeah, it's going to be like that for the next several days. Like, they don't even say the day that it's going to break because it's so far in the future. It's It's like, like, it's
1: going to, it's here to stay. Steams my biscuits. I mean, actually, quite, very literally. (laughs) Yeah, quite literally. Hey, uh, speaking
0: of uh, being outside and playing golf. I'm going to Christmas Lake on Friday if either of you want to join. Wow. That's the one course on the golf cart that I never get to. So I I said Gosh. this year I'm getting to it.
2: I really want to do it. I just can't do it on a Friday, Justin. Just got to take And
0: especially one that's so live far away. away.
2: Especially one that's so far away on a Friday, too. That's like a Sunday morning. You go to Santa Claus.
0: I don't want to play in a crowd. I'm going on Friday. Yeah, well, I don't think you have to worry
2: about <laughs> With how hot it's going to be and during the afternoon, yeah, you We're, should be. The folks you at You should
1: Rail Rail be able to fly. This weekend, they are just going to be roasting.
2: Oh no! Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no! I forgot about that. Although you know, it's kind of what you get when you put a music festival outside in the middle of August in Kentucky.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a part of the reason why you put it when you do is because it's less likely to rain. But man, there it's going to be it's going to be toasty. Yeah, that's a good point about the um, rain. I had planned on going, but ended up calling an audible. So enjoy folks y- y'all enjoy that music saturday and sunday i'm uh, i'm not, i'm going to be inside at a bar instead so a bar you got plans yeah i got I, I remember going through this you know almost 10 years ago when everybody was turning 21 well now everybody's turning 30 so i've got a 30th birthday dinner friday and a 30th birthday there's a band playing at Z bar so you know we're 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 tearing it up on saturday night so should be a good time should be a good time
2: that sounds like a great time. Yeah, um, that does. And I, one thing I do love another sign of like football season right around the corner. You can start checking out the day forecasts.
1: Ooh, have, have we have we yeah. peaked at the ten day? Yeah. Well, you get the you get the, the ten days weeks. today, get, right?
2: Well, you get the two. You generally, I think, get the two week, but uh, at least on the Weather Channel app. But yeah, the ten day, you, 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 we're closer and closer. High of eighty five, low of 44 percent chance of rain, which is. Means nothing. Any chance of rain this far out means absolutely nothing. But the temperatures, you can get kind of get a better idea because they're following the heat patterns and whatnot and what's going on to the to the northwest of the country. Hey, for a noon game on a Saturday, if we're only getting to 85, tailgating is tailgating would be very comfortable weather at that rate. And then the game. Right around when Kentucky's probably up by 90, 95 points, Mm -hmm. that's when it probably starts getting too hot. You hit the road. Yeah. You get the hell out of there. So that's not too shabby. I'll take that. If I could hit a button right now and say high of 85, low of 65, 40% chance of rain, I'm hitting the button.
1: Because that's at least like cool up until around, like not cool at kickoff. Feels good. Feels tolerable. But like now it's miserable by 10 a.m. Yes. You know, like there's no, I I feel, I feel feel bad for the um, folks who work outside. It just, oh yeah.
2: Didn't feel great when we were getting to our cars this morning. Like, it wasn't – like, it wasn't didn't, – didn't feel comfortable. It was just a little sticky and a little gross. So, I would take that if that's – and the day after it, it's eight, high of 80. So, you know, maybe that creeps in a little sooner, and we're, like, talking low 80s, high 70s for that first game. Tickets, Roush, I had written this down to talk about today on my little list of things to get mm-hmm. to. $12 on StubHub for that opening game.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get it for whatever.
2: Folks, go to the game. What are y'all doing? I mean, I know that Mitch Barnhart won't talk to the freaking media, so we don't know what policies are going to be or what anything's going to look like. But twelve dollars to see your first live event in a good bit—like, you know, go.
1: I uh, I did reach out to UK for season ticket number. Didn't they didn't get back with me? So I'll they, try. They I'll try again. Did
2: they just didn't even respond?
1: No, no. They were like, "Let me let me see what I can get," and then just. That was never seen. But, yeah. So, we'll, we'll try again. We'll try again today. <sighs> I'll just...
2: Uh, off the air, tell me who you sent it to, and I'll just, like, copy and paste your email
1: and send it to them and just be like, hey, I also was wondering. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be that.
2: You know. Why can't they give you that information? It's not, well, not no, asking. because
1: it's not, like, UK football people don't have it. They have to go to UK t- athletics tickets people to get it, and then they usually craft a statement from that. And I get, like, a nice... Tight paragraph.
2: But you do realize it could be as simple as UK emailing the ticket office, then telling them a number, then telling you said number.
1: Yeah, I know. Could just but be But in some of it, she might have it. I just got to follow up. I send it on, like, a Monday night, you know. Look at you defending UK football. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah, no, I like my UK football that, media relations people. Good for you. Now, some of the other folks, no. I'm I just kidding.
2: think some people at UK Athletics just want to make things as difficult as possible when in reality it's like, could just do this, though. Could just do that as well. But – I the people, UK football. I would I would agree. They're great, great folks. Yeah, and they're um, doing uh,
1: great things. Did you see did you see what they did yesterday?
2: Oh yeah! Oh my god! For a second, I had to think about what you're referring to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. was well done. Hats off to UK football for that.
1: I know folks were uh, pretty worried about what they may or may not do to honor uh, John Charman. Um Well, they they they've come up in a big way. They have covered the... So when you're looking at the UK football complex, you're looking at the statues, you look over your shoulder, you used to see Josh Allen. Now, ah. now you've got this enormous... Uh, I mean... It, wall. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a wall. It's and blue. It's a blue one,
2: and it's not small, folks.
1: No, it is a very big blue wall uh, featuring the likeness of John Schlarman, Uh with the quote that says, you can come... You come together, nobody can stop you. you get 65. Really cool gesture uh, by UK. So uh, fans will be seeing that every time they walk through the Gate 12 Plaza. They're right back Kroger Field.
2: Yeah, I, I wish they just called the Gate 12 Plaza now the Big Blue Wall Plaza. Like, hey, go where the Big Blue Wall is. And people can automatically associate and recognize that that's where they're talking about and that's where that they, they should be attending. Uh, UK football, again... They they generally do a pretty good job with that stuff. The statues that they did were awesome. This is another way to honor somebody really important to UK football, and it's only fit. Like I I do love maybe it's just the nerd in me, but I do love the symbolism of it of it literally being a big blue wall now. Yeah, and very and that's been. That's been a now that like I that banner probably won't hold up forever or it will fade. So I ideally someday would like something maybe a little bit more permanent right. if you can. And like they maybe probably actually will construct eventually. a brick, blue, big blue wall and yeah. do something along those lines. But uh, then that would kind of go against the old limestone theme though. So hmm. I don't know that's yeah. where
1: it gets difficult, but I do just the signage in general. First off, let's just move the Josh Allen sign to like the other side of the stadium or my basement. I don't think it'll fit. Yeah. Either or. Ooh, what if you made it your ceiling? Yeah, just yeah. You know, be cool. Yeah, what a conversation really, piece. It <laughs> really <laughs> ties the room together. <laughs> uh, but they have, you know, they ha- they've added like all the bowl wins. So like right along the corner, you can see the years of the recent bowl wins. I hope they have every bowl, like just throughout the stadium. I haven't paid close enough attention, but they at least have the recent ones on the outside, and it always throws me for a loop because. The bowl games don't go by the year of the season; they go by the, the date that which of, they were yeah. played. So you have a 2019 Citrus Bowl, a 2019 what was it, Belk Bowl, okay. and then a 2021 Gator Bowl. So just really like get get wait. So they played two – Well, we were extra good in 2019, and then we took the year
2: off in 2020. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really. And then we're already off to a hot start in 2021. Yeah. But ideally, we're off to a really hard start, hot start in 2022.
1: It. And it's all just because, oh, well, this year the Gator Bowl is going to be January 2nd instead of December 31st. Yeah, let's just yeah, say, there's...
2: like, hey, college football season 2019 yeah, into 2020, really... Gator Bowl champions. Come on. Yeah. I would like more permanent stuff – well, wait, hold on. So, what are they doing with the, the trophies or the banners or stuff
1: like that? They, so, you know where you that have was gonna the walkways? Be, yeah. Uh, it's like a sign that's on the outside of one of those walkways that okay, turns around. I'm all right with that, I guess. Because it's pretty large, and you see it from the outside of the stadium. The one thing they did, I, I always got bummed out when they changed the ribbon boards and took out the Ring of Honor. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I don't know who Shipwreck Kelly is, but I remember that name, damn it. You know, like, Wawa Jones, like... I think it's big for kids to learn the history by seeing the names up there. Like thats I mean, that's how I did it, because I'd be like, Hey, Dad, who was this? And then he'd kind of tell me. Which, by the way, I don't think they've added anybody to the Ring of Honor since Tim Couch. Like, what are we doing? Really? Yeah.
2: I mean, R- Randall Cobb was in the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, see, UK Hall what, of Fame. That's what they've done. is They've replaced retiring jerseys and adding people to the Ring of Honor with this UK Hall of Fame, which, like, where's this Hall of Fame that we can go to and see? Like, it doesn't teach... It doesn't wow. teach the younger generations. This is another failure of Mitch Barnhart.
2: You're blowing my brain yeah. this morning. And,
1: and part of it, too, and Oscar Combs has kind of led me down this road. He's He's been like, why don't you ask them what it takes to do that? And they're going to tell me that I, apparently this process is just convoluted for no reason. But they've that's what they've done. They've They've found a way to replace honoring people with permanent things that they used to do in the 50s. To the modern era, we're only going to honor you with the, the UK Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, I, I, uh, they would probably do that. It reminds me of the South Park episode where that's the bailout one with the Margaritaville machine. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, I don't remember it well. But you but it, I know it, what it, you're talking you about. At least yeah. can yeah. Uh,
2: they they end up finding out like the process of how they decide who to bail out and they end up just cutting a chicken's head off and it runs around to like an area oh, on a map yeah, and yeah, where it yeah. like lands is like bail out. <laughs> 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 that seems like maybe what it is with the with the UK Hall of Fame um Okay. But they've done a good like. I, it's it's cool. The UK event. Hall of Fame has done well. I've but known like, people that have gone to it, and they're like, they you know, it, it's really
1: professional. But it's an event; it's held for one moment in time, and it's not for it's not for everyone. And
2: you're right; there is like nowhere you can go to be
1: like, ah, uh, UK Hall of Fame. Yeah,
2: I mean, maybe now, in the ticket office they have a list of those like, people.
1: They they might have their names on the wall or something and run a scroll. But like, Keith Bogans, dude's jersey's not up in the rafters right now. What? <laughs> like that guy's top five scorer all time. Come on. You know, uh, I, I get that you need to have some time to pass. Like, but there comes a point where you need to, like 20, it's been 20 years for any of the the most recent person to have their... We haven't had anybody in this millennium that played UK in this millennium have their jersey hung up or their name put in the ring of honor. Now a ring of honor in which you don't even see while you're during the Kentucky football game. So, like, folks, we've got to do something to eternalize. Like, it, it, this can't just be a club for the guys that played in the 50s and 60s, okay? We weren't even... I mean, yeah, we were good, but, like, come on.
2: Well... On the flip side, do you think maybe that's their end game here is to like phase it out where eventually old enough generations will be like, oh, yeah, there used to be a ring honor. I don't really remember too many people on it. They stopped yeah, doing probably. it. Probably. That's sad.
1: Yeah. And now they'll put them up sometimes on the ring board, like throughout the game, but once the game's in action, it's scoreboards and ads. You know, mm-hmm. it's too valuable for them to just have a ring of honor. Before the game, they'll have it some of the time, but. Yeah, that's um, – there's my bone to pick with UK today. Maybe I uh, – I don't know. Maybe I should write about it. but yeah. You should. Yeah.
2: That'd be – that's that's the the fun part of journalism, where you could write something and actually probably get a conversation going and get people kind of talking about it.
1: And this is Solar Week. The, Brad White spoke with the media yesterday and said, diddly squat.
2: Oh, I mean, you could write about beer sales if you get really bored.
1: Oh, how much money a school can yeah, make up could, for that, That's
2: just like a freebie in your back pocket that's anytime, anytime yeah. you need it.
1: Um, but, uh, yeah, w- we got 20 minutes of three people talking yesterday, and we learned that White kind of expects jo- Jacquez Gomes to be back for week one. So that's something.
2: That's not the most confident report I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't Kind know. of expects? That, those weren't his exact words. That was, you know. I, I can give you his exact words if you'd like.
2: Oh, sure. May as well. Yeah. May may as well. But, uh, yeah, it didn't, like, I would, when you heard about him being banged up and the way it was initially kind of portrayed to fans or delivered to fans was he should be, he'll be fine. But missing a game, that's not ideally I fun.
1: think there's an opportunity for that. Oh, And he, like, shook his head affirmatively, though. Oh,
0: cool. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> nice and he also twist. talked
1: about how. It's not going to – like, missing time shouldn't really bother him in the preseason, but still, you would imagine that he'd be squ- splitting quite a few snaps with Trevin Wallace at game one.
2: I just well, – well, there. that's another good point. is If that means Wallace gets his feet wetter and sh- mm-hmm. gets to kind of get a feel for the college game more so, maybe that'd be a, a blessing in skies. I just want game one to be you shake off the rust, mm-hmm. get back in the flow of things, and let's just try to be as polished as we can heading into that very, very, very important Missouri game.
1: Very important Missouri game, he, man. I'm excited for that one.
2: It's not gonna be twelve dollars tickets for that
1: one. Nope, and you know what they're gonna have to? Nacho table tailgate. Oh, man. I, like I'm not, I'm not. We 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 talk big games sometimes, Terry. We gotta deliver on the Salsarita's gate three tailgate because not only is Salsarita's just deliciously different, they're cut above the rest. They've got the most wildly addictive chips and. I was recently eating some homemade nachos without the wildly addictive chips. And it's just not, it doesn't pop quite the same. So, folks, go to Salsaritas. Try it for yourself. They've got two locations in Louisville. When you download the app and refer a friend, you both get free Salsaritas bucks. I mean, it's a win, win, win. Uh, and, hey, I know there's some folks out there, too, who might be looking maybe looking for some work. Go, Salsaritas, they got you covered.
2: They've got you covered. Middletown, St. Matthews. And did you give out that number?
1: I did not give out the catering number, no. Because you can also do it on the app if you download the app.
2: Yeah, the app is super easy. But go ahead and give 502-356-9468 a call. 502-356-9468. Went yesterday with the family to salceritas, Little family lunch. It was a good time. And uh, KRC listener was there. Oh, nice. Which was nice. Yeah. So uh, Salserita's, people are starting to discover it. They're starting to realize the wildly addictive chips. That's not just a tagline. You literally get addicted to them. They're that good. All right. Uh, we had uh, some breaking news in the NFL. Yeah, we do. Not sure if you saw this, but uh, Sony Michelle being traded from the Patriots to the Los Angeles Rams for two draft picks.
1: Yep. Two conditional late-round picks. I'm trying to think. Who else is in New England's running back room?
2: Damien uh, Damien Harris.
1: Yeah, and I feel like they've got some they've other got that little other guys. little guy
2: that always does well and steals carries.
1: James White, of, yeah, James White. Yeah, yeah. It. So, uh, and then the Rams, James they, White's
2: been a Patriot running back for fifteen
1: years. Pretty sure Daryl Henderson got injured. Is that right? So it makes sense to go get a running back.
2: Yes. Yeah. It definitely. It so, it definitely does.
0: Sonny Michelle scored the only touchdown in that Super Bowl, Patriots Rams, not too long ago. Really? Now he's gonna be on the Rams. Wow. Good for
1: Sony Michelle.
2: Yeah, Rams running back room: Daryl Henderson, Xavier Jones, Ooh.
1: Jake Funk. Question: Give me Jake Funk. So let's let's go with from this millennium because we're not going to just pull Herschel Walker. Really, we can just say the last you know eight hey, years or so. Speaking but, of Herschel
0: Walker running for U.S. Senate, really in Georgia?
1: Yes. Why? Carry on. He wants to be a senator, dude. He's he's got some screws loose, man. <laughs> Why does
2: he have some screws loose?
1: What'd he say? You ever heard... Dude's got some screws loose this. I've heard Soon, him... U, UFC at like 55. If he What? He he was fighting UFC at like 55.
0: Herschel Walker.
1: Because he has like this... Like, he has screws loose in his head to where he... Just his physical fitness is how he stays normal. He was 47 when he did UFC. Okay, sorry. Uh, slightly exaggerated. Dude, Herschel... When he talks, like, he's like I'm, I'm not taking it, but man, that, that guy. I, I I don't know. He
2: looks pretty good to me.
1: No, he does because that's like his life is just physical fitness.
2: Well, now he's ready to fight for the George, Georgian. Yeah, you Georgian need more residents. than
1: just you know physical fitness.
2: Have you seen politicians lately? Maybe just physical to- fitness. I mean, is if is Tommy
1: Tuberville can <laughs> win a U.S. Senate seat, then Herschel Walker can. Um, but who, who's the of all the Georgia running backs recent years? They've had a lot of good ones. Who do you think was the best? Swift. You take Swift over Gurley or Chubb? Oh, Gurley for sure.
2: Yeah, Chubb Chubb would be second for me. Gurley Michelle was really Gurley, good Gurley had he this is a horrible, horrible comparison, but just hang with me to let me get to my point. There was a little bit of like a Benny Snell to Gurley where he was a freak. He but like you if you could get to gang tackling, he you could get him down. Like you just had to, you just had to get enough people there to do it. He wa- he wasn't gonna like. Gurley was much faster than Benny Snell, but he wasn't going. He didn't necessarily have breakaway speed. If you could just get somebody on him, slow him down, and then get enough people there to help. He was a freak. He was an awesome running back. He was better than Benny Snell. But that's why I put the other guys ahead of him. Because, as you mentioned yesterday, Swift could make one cut, and then you're just not seeing him again. Like, yeah. see you later, goodbye. Chubb
1: was definitely the most frustrating for me because it felt like – Chubb was probably a little bit of everything. Yeah. would run and over it, people. he would make moves. so long. Because like, how many, like, third and kind of mediums could he just turn a third and four into a six-yard gain? Yeah. You know, like that, sure. that guy – um, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Chubb was the one that, after the game, Stoop said, yeah, I went up and I shook his head and said, you don't need to come back to college. <laughs> You've done enough. Yeah, Tired of seeing you. And he felt like he was around for a while because he played a lot as a true freshman. So it's one thing Georgia's always had, plenty of good running backs. Still, still for good quarterbacks. I, I like that the Justin Fields hysteria we've gotten in the preseason – has people saying, "Can you believe that Georgia took Jake Fromm over Justin Fields?" It's like you know Jake Fromm was pretty good. That I mean, he had in a national championship game as a true freshman. It's
0: pretty good. At sophomore pretty, year, yeah.
1: that junior year, they got a new coordinator and things didn't work as well. But you know, how about a guy like No. Sean Marino? So No. Sean, I'm glad you brought him. Was up. Was he
2: on that like '06 team?
1: Yeah, '07. With
2: that that like had the that was preseason number one. I think.
1: And it wasn't Stafford as their quarterback, was it?
2: I don't know. No, it wasn't Stafford. I don't think so. I think that was after. But it might have been
1: Green with an E was their quarterback. Yeah, that but e- right. either way, I yeah, remember going to that the game that they played at uh, at the Kroeg, and my dad and I made sure we got there early. And no, Sean, his he was the first guy I remember hurdling dudes consistently. Justin, he was like yeah. that was like his mo early on. He was a beast. Yeah, just didn't. I don't know what it was in the NFL. Didn't have enough juice for the NFL.
2: I think he was around for a while in the NFL. Yeah, he hung
0: with Denver for quite some time. Wait, is that but Stafford? He was never great. No, he was never great.
2: That is Stafford, isn't it? Yeah, it like was Stafford. Stafford yeah, I that cover. Gosh, thought he was a little older. Supposedly, he's been doing pretty good. I mean, it was 15 Los years Angeles. ago, and he's still in the NFL. That's so. true too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Georgia running back. What a that's a fun little stupid debate. They've had just so many good ones. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. Let's go to
1: a break. We'll come back. Hey, get Kentucky's your text. Kentucky's
2: getting there. Get your uh, text into the show, 502-414-1450. One 50. Who's
1: better? Chris Rodriguez, Benny Snow. Kentucky is good. Did you put Boom in there? Uh, yeah, no. Boom. Hey, from a college standpoint. Boom really good. Boom yeah.
2: was good. Just didn't didn't have the didn't have it for the NFL. All right, we'll be back. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, oh, Justin
1: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Would you say you're completely full of or just 50%?
1: With Walker and Roush. I hope just
2: 50, but who knows? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, on your Wednesday morning. Hope everybody's having a good day. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, we replay the show 9 to 11 after we get off the air, and then you can find Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts. The Tune In radio app is a good way to stream us when we are live. But again, if you can't listen live anywhere you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. They've had some streaming issues with the Mike Rutherford show, mm. which is in power at the station. I just have wanted to pinch Mike's little cheeks and tell him, like, get used to it, buddy. Just get used to it. I uh, don't let it bother you either, because if you <laughs> let it bother you, you're just gonna be miserable.
1: Oh, hand up! I was wrong. Uh, Cam Akers got injured, not Daryl Henderson. Got my running backs for the Rams confused. That's who Sony Michelle's coming in for. Hmm. So got that one mixed up. But um, suck it, Rutherford. <laughs> it's not very nice. Just so thought I'd throw that in there.
2: All right, Roush. We got to we, we got to talk about LSU's vaccine mandate kind of broke shortly after we got off the air yesterday. So we don't spend a ton of time on it, as I'm sure most folks have heard different opinions or formulated their own opinions on on it. But they will you will need a covid vaccine, a proof of vaccine, an I.D. or a negative test within 72 hours of kickoff. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this?
1: Uh, I would prefer that over a mask mandate thing, because I think it would, I would be too. more I've, effective. I would, too, but I don't like either one of them. And I, I also think that, like, it would motivate people. I, I didn't listen to my ex-boss's show much yesterday, but there was a guy who called in and said, yeah, I was worried I might not get to go to the games without it. So I went ahead and got my first shot a few weeks ago, just and he was calling in to see if they would still let him in if he had only had one shot, and I think that would be the case, but um, yeah, I would take that it's it's the complete opposite of what they're doing at Georgia. Georgia' is just saying, no we you don't need anything to go, so yeah. probably
0: the same in Florida, no,
1: they haven't announced yet. Yeah. those are the only two s e c schools that have announced it, but um
0: well i I guess
2: theoretically, Tennessee has like you could not mandate mass vaccines. So they have, like, T- a, so a law. While yeah. UT hasn't come out and said that, the law is they can't mandate something. So, I guess you'd maybe throw Tennessee with Georgia. It's pretty crazy maybe.
1: that they've just made a law like like, you can't make anybody do anything because of a sickness. And it's like, well, that doesn't seem very.
2: Eh, after the last year and a half, I'd rather it be that than the alternative.
1: Hey, speaking of Tennessee, yeah.
0: suck it to the Volunteers. Yeah. Indiana with a point guard over them yesterday, Jalen Hood-Shifino.
1: What? What? Three head coaches, man. That's right.
0: What's his ranking? Uh, he is thirty, top thirty guy. Oh, that's great. You yeah, that's, that's that's good. Down to Indiana, Hoosiers. Tennessee. He went with the Hoosiers.
2: Interesting.
1: Suck it, Volunteers. I'm
2: just not really into like Tennessee basketball recruiting. Well,
1: they they have been recruiting well though. I know. I'm not. I'm not. So okay yeah. Thanks, Hoosiers.
2: Oh well. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Rather, i seriously. I mean, they're not going to no threat to us. I, I figured y'all'd appreciate. I'm like, too scared also, to play on
1: a neutral floor. What, what's Indiana going to do with them? Probably nothing. Not be good. Have three head coaches.
2: That <laughs> should just be broken down by how, TV timeout. How long like is one that?
0: Gets to coach one TV. How timeout. long does that last? do You think the three head coach thing?
2: Well, it's not really a three head coach. Uh, thing. It is. It's not no. It's it, it is not. no. No, but it it's,
0: is. It's, it's, it's never going <laughs> to end, Justin. <laughs> it's it's a it's definitely three head coach thing.
2: Yeah, I. I'm surprised LSU did it, but uh, I, and I, I think it's I think it's silly. I think it's just alienating people and causing more division and a divide. And I just don't think it's very American to say you can or can't based on your medical.
1: Yeah, well, history. we should be more like the rest of the world where they're mandating hey, certain things. They're not
2: mandating masks in school. I'm all for it. Let's be like the rest of the world.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm in. Yeah, I, I, uh, just I think a, a lot of places they have ways to like, hey, you should, we can get our shots, so let's get them.
2: Uh, and and it is. I know a, you
1: just saw like mandate. That's a very like anti. You don't tell. It's not, it's tell really an not indi- even like, it's I'm like it's, scared it's, of the word. It's, it's, just, it's against mandate. the we individual need, liberties of. This it's just person. not very
2: American. It's just not like at no point in our history are we told like, you gotta, you want to enjoy your freedoms? Well, get get the get the boop. We got to, uh, we got to, we got to, shot you up for it.
1: I can uh, go back to a 1921 smallpox thing. I saw it the other day. I can't pull it up, but it was, uh, yeah, people on it. a boat refused to get a smallpox vaccination. And then, um, uh, they got very mad. I think they were coming from France and, uh, they required them to get it. And, uh, I think a bunch of people ended up having in that boat, but nevertheless, like we, we you know, this, ha- this is, this yeah. isn't the first time we've had fights over vaccines.
2: That was a pretty compelling story. I guess you've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you're acting like that. This doesn't happen. Like this happens. It just doesn't feel very American to tell a bunch of Americans, "Hey, you want to go to this football game? You got to follow our medical procedure.
1: Taking away our choice." Yeah, well, you know, some people. Vaccine, some people need to be told what to do.
2: For a vaccine, that we obviously. I'm pushing back. Nobody in March said that we were going to need a third booster, so they were wrong about that. They did say that maybe there'd be a booster. We don't know. There's just so much stuff that we don't know that if somebody still doesn't feel comfortable taking it. I disagree with their decision, but I also don't think that they shouldn't be able to enjoy the same freedoms as other Americans because they are scared or unsure about something. And then also this comes down to a lot of it is you're telling minorities that you can't go to the LSU football game because they're at a much higher rate of unvaccinated than white people because they don't trust the government as much. And that's painting a broad stroke. Everybody's different for their reasonings and rationale. But that's what this is going to turn out to be. Is just a way to segregate people more and not just based on race. I think we're
1: going down a lot of roads where I just think it's much safer. And I'm tired of seeing tweets of young people. I mean, one out of every two people in Bell County has COVID right now. Like that's just way too high. And if you get vaccinated, that's, by even way, if you have COVID, of Europe, your hospitalations or hospitalization rate is going to go way down.
2: Germany says we ain't doing our, our measuring stick on cases anymore. We're only doing it in a hospital availability because so many people, half of the kids in Bell County, that seems high. but high for the people. Half the people in Bell County, that, yeah. that seems high. But if even if that's true- I mean, true, that's what they're reporting. Let's see- Government there. L- let's see, I mean, I would venture to say that a good chunk of them are going to be A-okay. okay but that, but that will like be
1: worse for the younger kids now. That's why it's a little bit feels a little bit more serious.
2: Yeah, I don't think it really is though.
1: I think you I saw a WKYT story that was pretty sad about a 36 year old guy with three kids dying of it. You know, that's I've a... got a brother in law that's been 99.997
2: percent survival rate from the CDC for zero to 19 year olds. Ninety nine point nine eight. I mean, I just mentioned a thirty six and a
1: twenty two year old. But we're getting in a dumb pissing contest over this again, and I'm just not going to move it, it, from my. Uh, you, nobody's stands. making you move. I don't
2: I, I, I don't. I don't love it. I'm not surprised by it. I think once you had major American cities go to, you got to show your papers to be able to get into bars. That it's just kind of bound to spread. I wouldn't be shocked if UK does this, but it's a. But I also wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. It's a difficult situation. You're going to tick off a lot of a lot of people one way or another mm-hmm. uh, if you do this or don't do this. And you're seeing difference of decision making policies at different SEC schools. So I don't know how it's all going to shake out. People with the vaccines can still spread COVID, which is the interesting part about the whole thing. But I do agree with you. It at least makes more sense than masking does. Especially masking that's like here, you got to do it, but not so much right here. Yeah. Oh, you could cross them through this area, better mask up, but you're fine once you get to the other side. So at least it does have an actual, you know. Hey, if we have it a bunch of people of that are efficacy. vaccinated, even if people do spread it at our event, they're, less likely to they're get not going to be a seven. severe, yeah. uh, and their chance of death is just basically nilch.
1: Ooh, also, uh, man, I feel really stupid for forgetting, like, I misread that stat too. It's one out of 42 people. That's not as crazy as, <laughs> as one out of every two. It's one not out either. of every not two is close. insanity. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> How did I miss the four in front of that? Don't know, but, you know, it's been... How in the hell did I miss that? <laughs> that, oh. takes, that
0: takes it from what fifty percent uh, <laughs> to like yeah, exactly. Eight. It's There's... not even
1: close. <laughs> I
2: was gonna say that seems high. It seems really like, high. I, I just 4%. feel like
0: The the news
2: headlines. I'm glad I to went town. to double
1: check it because that just seemed. Whew.
2: Oh, let's uh, let's. This is probably a good time to go to a break here. Yeah,
1: can go to break. We sit, come back, come to the text line. Uh, we also get some bad news on our boy Lin Bowden, and we've got to make fun of all of the other stupid conferences, including yours, Justin. Jeez. Dude, Kevin Warren what might be the. Wa- I mean, we could do his job better than him, right? Probably so. He's yeah. an idiot. So, man, good luck with that guy.
2: Oh gosh, we got to make fun of the
0: alliance.
1: Yeah. I,
2: I had written that down as maybe the first thing we got to today. I know,
1: and we just we yeah. we got carried away. All
2: right, let's make fun of the alliance when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X roll Sports roll Radio. Roll call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin we will be right back.
1: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and.
2: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. Rosh.
1: Oh, potheads. What an adorable. (laughs) What an adorable bunch of people.
2: Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Wednesday morning. Appreciate everybody tuning in, hanging out with us. And we talked about the miserable weather earlier. Perfect day to go hit up the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Get out of the heat. Get out of the sun. And have some fun indoors playing some golf simulators. They tell you more about your game than you'll get out there on the course out on the driving range, you'll learn where you're coming in on the ball, and you'll definitely learn the most about your game by getting a lesson from Bobby Cook himself. Go to the thebobbycookgolfacademy.com. No players too advanced, and he takes on beginners that have never picked up a club before. That's the thebobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. It's a cool setup there. You'll like it. You won't be disappointed, and maybe only a couple more weeks for you to get that grandfathered rate. So. Give them a call, 812-913-4415, or go to the bobbycookgolfacademy.com. Bobby Cook Golf Academy, Roush, very real. It's an actual place over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. The Alliance, very fraudish. The,
1: The Alliance is tied together with the bonds of a stale rubber band. And that's even like giving it more credit than what you probably should. There's, It means absolutely nothing. It is simply an act of retaliation at the SEC. Oh, Greg Sankey, you're going to get two new guys for conference realignment? Well, you can't tell us what to do. We're going to form an alliance. You can't beat us.
2: Gosh, this whole thing... You listen to the press conference?
1: It's it produced some of the oh, most hilarious it, gosh, it's I mean, so dumb. The, the lack of self-awareness. How
2: many people in this world, the world, but especially our country because it's closer, just don't have somebody near them to be like, "Hey, this do, this does not seem like a good idea." How did nobody at any of those conferences tell one of those commissioners, hey, you all are doing the press conference, what, what do you all got cooked up? Like they're going to ask you what this means, what it entails, how are contracts. you all – Contracts. Contracts, how, you know, how are you all binded, what's the scheduling going to look like? Oh, we don't have any of that figured out. Wait, what? You're going to do a press conference and you don't have any of that stuff figured out? Why don't we just table this stuff or why don't we continue to work on it until we get a better idea of how it's going to look and then we'll actually have something? That was, that was humiliating.
1: That was bad. The quote that... I mean, I just, I just couldn't believe some of the things that were being said. Uh, if you have to go back and look at a contract that you signed, then you probably <laughs> entered a deal with the wrong parties.
2: Dude. You, but his next <laughs> sentence, contracts are very good things, though.
1: They, they, they matter in our sport. It's yeah. like, dude, this is a sport, college football, where we give out contracts to coaches, where Louisville is paying Bobby Petrino $14 million to not work. They are making contracts to play games six years in advance. And really, the only, the, the biggest question at issue here is scheduling, and they can't provide an answer because of contracts. Yeah, They're doing it six years in advance. This was the dumbest. We're going to make a take a stand oh against the gosh. SEC and ESPN. We are not going to allow them to reset, the realign uh, the conferences, and we're not going to let them expand the college football playoff to get, throw the ESPN in a bone before their contract runs out. I mean, this is all all of this was done as a response to contracts. And they're like, but you know what? We don't need one. It has absolutely no teeth. It means absolutely nothing. Maybe there's like a cool basketball game where uh, Indiana gets to play Washington State. So, there you go, Justin. You might get to yeah. What a joke. You might get to play a cool team in the Pac twelve. So. This whole thing, I'll be honest,
0: when this when they first announced this thing, what was it, like two weeks ago or whatever, that they were gonna do something together, I was I was really excited. I was I thought that it was the start of what was gonna be a changing landscape in college basketball, perhaps a whole conference realignment. And then I see yesterday that It's basically just so they don't poach each other's members? Like, what in the hell?
2: This was just, like, one hilarious thing after another. And it was like, no, no, no contracts. Just three gentlemen that looked each other in the eyes and said, we are going to be true to one another. What could go wrong? And the hilarious thing is... Who gives a poop about you three goobers? If the SEC comes flashing cash at NC State, they're out of there. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Yeah. Bye. And what what is Bolsley gonna do? Go go to Warren and, and be like, I, I thought it was not my fault. The we, agreement's not broken. Hands. We tried. It's not me. I, I promise. I thought NC State was on board. They're leaving. Anybody would leave if they get the opportunity. And if I'm the SEC, I'm staying aggressive. I mean if this really is gonna be the SEC versus the world. The SEC is going to win. It's going to win. It's got more money. It's got more resources. And more importantly, it's got more fans. It's got more people that care about it than you do. So this whole thing was silly. And I tweeted it out, and it was kind of a joke, but it would have been a lot more appropriate if these three schools came on bended knee if needed and just said, SEC, can you, like, for a five-year deal say, like, you're not going to take anybody from our conferences? Could you agree to that? And maybe you catch the SEC on a good day where they're like, you know what, we're not really planning anything. Down the road we will. But if you want a five-year, like, certainty package, yeah, we'll give you. Like, we're not going to take anybody from your
1: conferences for five years. But Greg Sankey wouldn't do that because he's not an idiot.
2: But, like, that would have been at least more concrete and gave everybody a better feeling about how this is going to go than what we got yesterday. Because yesterday was just an embarrassment.
1: I mean, they – in theory, it makes sense where you have Greg Sankey, who's been, even before he was the SEC commissioner, and he's been that for seven, eight, nine years now, he was in the league offices there. So he knows how the sausage is made. Kevin Warren came from the NBA. Uh, George Kleevkov from the Pac-12, he came from, he had like a job it was like a marketing director at Harris or something, and worked at Hulu. Like he's a complete outsider. And I forget who the guy is at the ACC, Phillips, but they, these are all guys who have been hired in the last year or two. Okay? So they are kind of swimming here, and they're like, well, we know the SEC is its strongest, so we can fight that with strength and numbers. But you, you're you not joining, though. Th- there, there's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no actual bond. There's right. nothing physical that makes them stronger there other than saying that, we are going to work on the same page, and hell, I, I don't even know what the exact question was when they were asked it. Where um, about specific issues, but they were like, you know, we just want to act with the same principles, but like basically said that they're free to do whatever the hell they want anyway. Like the whole these thing ma- was institutions, a joke. which they just
2: hit on buzzwords. It wanted to. I think they wanted to make their fans feel like hey, our conferences aren't going to fold. But instead,
1: See? instead, they made it look even worse by having this press conference. If they just did a press release, people would have been confused, but they at least would have looked like idiots. We're just now, now they look a like a idiots.
2: And say, listen, we're canceling our out-of-conference contracts starting 2025, and we're going to get you're going to play eight conference games, and you're going to have two—one against a Pac-12 team, one against a Big Ten team. It's going to be a rotating schedule, or maybe we do flex scheduling. You, you know, you could base, you could do the scheduling how you wanted to. That's stuff for them to decide. Instead, they decided we're not deciding. That's what they decided. Well, just—we're ma- not—we're not making
0: anything. It just makes them look like such babies when they're like, "Oh, like why are they so scared?" Because the SEC added two teams. I mean, I get it. They're—they're. They're, it's oh, going to benefit the SEC a ton. But I mean, why, why are the other conferences freaking out? They, like just, they, they
2: don't want the they, dominoes fall. They don't want getting. They don't want their conferences getting plucked. Here's really what happened. Probably was the ACC was nervous that the SEC SEC may take one of their teams. If they do that, then it may just be Big Ten and Pac twelve absorb who they can, and boom, this the, is the rest. It's, yeah. yeah. Then the dust is settled, and college athletics are changed forever. Or similar, the Big Ten maybe worried that the SEC could pluck Ohio State and Michigan if they could do with Oklahoma and Texas. Who's the that Ohio State and Michigan wouldn't have been off-limits. I think this was just a way to get everybody to be like, hey, our conferences aren't going to go anywhere. But the best part of the whole thing, Roush, was how it, by, they all gave different answers on the college football playoff too, by the way. like They're not even on the same page with what they want to do on the college football playoff. They all <laughs> gave kind of half-ass, oh, well, we're going to do what's best for our league. But I uh, forget what conference it was, but one was like, yeah, we had to absolutely want it. We just don't know when we want it or how we want well, it to look. And they just Another one was like, oh, to- we don't know.
1: They just don't want – they weren't in the conversation. Like, they had a four-person working group that came up with the 12-team playoff. Nobody from those leagues was in that. So now That's they – That's probably
2: w- a good thing. These are two out of the three <laughs> leagues that oh. said it would be impossible to play college yeah. football no, last yeah. year. Yeah,
1: remember the – Kevin Warren. Oh, gosh. They were – all Power 5 teams last year were all dedicated to still playing an out-of-conference game. Mm-hmm. just to, So where you keep the rivalries, all that. And then Warren acted in bad faith and not only said, no, we're going all-conference. And then he acted in bad faith again and tried to cancel the season. So, yeah. Kevin Warren...
0: Then he acted in bad faith again and gave Ohio State the championship game when they didn't meet the minimum oh, game gosh, requirements. That's
1: another, a good, another good I mean, point. like, really, yeah, Kevin you all, Warren might be... I, is, he the, is he worse at his job than any other person in America is at their job right now?
2: But, like, then that's, you know... Well, I guess Larry Scott's out. Who's the new Pac-12 guy? He was George Klievanoff. Okay, I don't know much about George. Larry Scott was a joke too.
1: Oh yeah, 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 and really, Larry Scott saved Kevin Warren from being the biggest dingus in the room. Yeah, the for best a while.
2: part of yesterday, though, before we go to a break, oh, you, should we tease it? The most hilarious part, talking about conferences, college football playoffs, all that stuff. We'll tell you hour two of Kentucky roll call on Big X Sports Radio, ninety-six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalem.
1: say over i ain't heard no family welcome back for hour two of kentucky roll call nothing is over until
0: we decide
1: it is with walker and Roush. we're just getting started bro
2: welcome back hour number two of kentucky roll call here on big the x sports Whoa. radio 96 fm fourteen fifty am tj walker nick roush justin kalin appreciate you being here. Text on into the show 5024141450. We're going to get to the text line here in just a moment, but before we do, I've got to I've got to tell what I thought at least was the funniest part of okay. the entire of the entire press conference. But before I get to that, Genesis Diamonds, folks, you've got just a few more days to save 20% on a GI certified diamond. Wow. Seriously, 20% on a GIA-certified diamond. That's at Genesis Diamonds on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. Any GIA-certified diamond, it's a once-in-a-year deal, and it ends this weekend, so do not miss out. You're going to save 20% on a GIA-certified diamond at Genesis Diamonds. Roush, the funniest thing about this whole alliance was when... the it, it, As each question was being asked, and then just the butt-kissing from these commissioners. Oh, Nicole, it's so great to hear your voice again. And you always ask the most pointed questions. Like, God, just answer the question. It was so embarrassing. Every reporter. Oh, you, Pat. (laughs) How you doing, buddy? Love you so much. You're the best, Pat. The absolute best. So, Every question asked, you're learning more and more about this is not a real thing. They don't nope. have any clue what it's got, what, how it's going to unfold. Uh, but it was very clear a way to be like, look, SEC, we're not backing down. We don't have anything set up yet, really. But we have a name and we have a press release. So suck on that. They were asked about, the, about how important it was to have the Power Five. You've got those, your Power Five conferences making decisions. They said there's a role for everybody, all the conferences. They don't want things to change. That's fine. Ask specifically about their friends at the Big 12. Big 12, super important. Super important. Absolutely crucial. We need them. Bada boom, bada bing. But
1: they can't be in the alliance. No, sorry. They
2: can't be in the alliance. They're talking up how great the Big 12 is. They're doing this to say they want stability in college athletics, but Big 12, nah.
1: No, no, nah, stability. No, sorry. Can't yep. do
2: it. You all, You all are not welcome to join us. But we do want the Power 5 to stay the same. But, you know, Big 12, if something happened to you, you technically weren't in the Alliance. I mean, I wonder if you God, could, it's so
1: embarrassing. If you could tally the contradictions from the, the Alliance press conference. just It's just beautiful irony. Just
2: imagine if you are the Big 12. Here you are. You lost your two breadwinners. Your cash cows, yeah. Absolutely. Your blue ribbon winners as the State Fair rolls on. Which, are we ever going to—it'd be fun to do a show from the State Fair one day. I'm going this afternoon. Oh, so you are going to go. Yeah. I thought you were on the fence because of the heat.
1: Uh, good that'll y'all fun yeah and then um I, I, one of my friend's bands is playing i've got to take uh, baby duke home before but I, i'm not sure where i gotta figure out exactly where so i can tell y'all where he's playing i feel like it's you easy to watch get. it i feel like it's easy it's to probably the 10 outside you know they, they have like a stage under a 10 out there so i'm pretty sure that's where they're playing but either way uh yeah get to see the Weiss red ribbon that's great. Not a blue ribbon, red ribbon. So we'll get, we'll get the blue one next year.
2: Blue one, watch out! You're on the hot she seat. She still
1: hasn't put her submitted her cookies, and that's really going to be the
2: this whole thing about unity coming together. We want college athletics. We care about kids. It's Just not twel- Big Twelve. Big Twelve, kids. suck it! Your kids not invited. We don't care about
1: them. Is it See too you late, later, Alligators? Is it
0: too late for the Big Twelve to reach out to the SEC for an alliance?
1: <laughs> I think it's too late when the SEC <laughs> raided <right in> there. <laughs> thing
2: again it could just be like uh listen we, we we've given you our sacrifice of texas and oklahoma please leave us alone <laughs> in which case the sec would respond and say you're safe
1: <laughs> hey you all are safe nick by the way we don't you, want tc you,
0: you no. briefly brought up your wife's cookies i'm gonna need some more of those suck it cookies oh yeah. oh yeah can we make some more of those you know what i do i only ate one of the two that you gave me last time and i have one by the door and every time i'm leaving i just hold it up to my roommate and i walk out
1: you know, it's probably bad by now, right?
0: I'm not going to eat it. No, I literally just hold it up to tell him to suck it, and then I'll leave. Huh. I'm not, I'm not, I have no plans I can't
1: believe it. you're treating it like the potato, when it's yeah. far too good to well, be that's, wasted like that's that. That's
0: why I need a new one.
1: So he can just waste it again. I'll take his. Just Why don't you write suck it on a piece of paper and just hold that up? Mm. Because
0: it's funny. It it's cooking. it's funnier that way. Like, is, we have a cookie it? that says suck it. That's awesome.
1: Is it funnier? Yeah. Speak yeah. for yourself. Uh, there was a lot more... Uh, <laughs> Good and bad news out there yesterday. The bad news, Lumboden's probably done for the year, which stinks. That is stinks.
2: confirmed bad news. Yes.
1: He uh, injured his hamstring in the preseason, which typically you're like, oh, hamstring injury, those are lingering, but that won't be a season-ender. Well, the Miami Dolphins were like, you know, we've got quite a few good receivers. Eh, we're good. Stuck him on injured reserve, and when you get stuck on injured reserve, ahead of the preseason, before the 53-man roster cuts, it it effectively ends your season. Uh, the NFL did make an exemption this year where you can bring guys back after three weeks. Uh, they made this rule kind of for COVID. They used to only allow two people to come back after eight weeks on injury reserve. Now it's unlimited after only three weeks. But you got to make the 53-man roster. And they decided, yeah, we're good. So maybe they just... The only way he can play now is if he gets healthy, he reaches a settlement with the Dolphins, and then he gets signed by another team. So he's going to get paid either way, but it stinks for Bowden. Uh This is back-to-back years where a week or two before the season starts, it just kind of gets flipped upside down.
2: Seems just like that's kind of tough luck for Lynn. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get ter- drafted to a terrible spot. You get a second chance. Make the most out of it, despite being behind. Yeah. Still had 200 yards and 10 games or so, but man, really, really stinks for him. And whenever he got hurt too, and he missed that preseason game, said it was the first time he's ever missed a football game with an injury in his ever. Hard to believe.
2: That's that is hard to believe.
1: Yeah, for as many hits as he's taken, but we'll it's, get better, Lynn. Yeah, ho- ho- hopefully this is just. Um, you know, a bump in the road for him, but uh, a major bummer nonetheless.
2: Did you have another piece of news?
1: I did. Um, and oh, did you hear about Nerlens Noel? No. Yeah, Nerlens is suing Rich Paul. Oh. For fifty-eight million dollars.
2: Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. Does that go back to the map when he said no to the Mavericks extension? That I'm not. Because he left a ton of money on the table and made a really bad decision with Dallas, and that was why it was a big deal. He finally got like a nice little, a nice little sizable payday from it was the Knicks, right? He just stayed with New York, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Correct. So,
2: it's, so it's nice that he got that because he made a really bad decision with Dallas, like right, lost right. lost millions and millions.
1: So, essentially, Paul. He's saying that Paul, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. So the lawsuit says that Rich Paul told his agent that he was a $100 million man. And that led him to drawing a hard line. So essentially, yes, it goes back to that. And he's saying that Rich Paul interfered with his contract negotiations by telling his agent bad information in bad faith. Oof. Seems a little flimsy, but there does feel like there's something kind of there, especially if it's a competing, like Paul was not his agent, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know the legality of all of this. 58
2: million's a lot. You'd think maybe if you like even settle somewhere, if there's a cause for a, 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 a case for a settlement, then you're still getting a lot of money. Yeah. Jeez. We know
1: Rich Paul's got plenty of it too. No kidding. Yeah. Well, go get your money, New Orleans. What, what d did, did we do? We know what his deal was recently. No, uh, that I mean, it was pretty good. Uh, thirty-two million, maybe.
2: That sounds. I think that sounds right. Four-year thirty-two million. Three-year twenty-eight million. Okay, close enough. Um, average salar- salary salary nine point two a year.
1: So so pretty solid still, but man, yeah, that um, I take nine point two. That's a, a lot different a than um the deal that seventy million over four years. Or how about Shay's
0: deal? Did, wasn't he the one that got 34.5 mil a year?
1: Yes. Shay's deal is ridiculous. Insane,
2: but he's awesome at basketball. So uh, good for him. Let's get to the text line 502 414 First text into the show is a dumb one. If you're a grown up at a party and someone offers to play beer pong, are you going to play or will you try to act like you're too grown up and have moved on from the game? I mean, what a weird situation and scenario.
1: <laughs> it's just if I want to play beer pong or not. Like, why? why, why it's all not, about the mood you're not, in. Not yeah. You know.
2: yeah. Like I said, bad Texas start.
1: Typically, text. I'm not like, I'm I'm not as into the games quite as much as you because I'm a, I'm a I like bouncing around,
2: but you know. Oh, I'm am a, I'm a uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of games. Uh, played beer at the bachelor party. The Illinois guys are beer pong guys, so we played beer pong for the first time and c- couldn't remember the last time I'd played. Um, I think S- the wife and I played some just mock games last fall, but did you still have it? Yeah, I, I, I think we. I think I just won a couple lost a couple
1: It's kind of funny too how that game went from like it's uh, disgusting if you play with beer but like you're only really the point of the game is to play with the beer yeah. if you
0: don't put beer in the cups you're not drinking period
1: yeah exactly and there's there's kind of nobody that there's
0: that nobody that's drinking a whole beer on the side yeah. if it's in a can not it a
1: it m- was much more fun back when you know there was people beer in would the cups. actually get
2: yeah yeah a lot more fun. Yeah, and it was, it's was like a good icebreaker game. You could play girls or something, and yeah. talk and right, right. Yeah. Now it's just it's not it's not as fun. It's not as fun as a game.
1: Texter says one of the worst parts for me of the home Florida loss is that we completely wasted one of Stephen Johnson's finest performances. He was throwing dimes that night.
2: Yeah, gosh, Kentucky. If I'm not mistaken, just came out, looked good. Everything felt right. Beautiful sunset to to cap off. Though You'll get some of those September, October games where when the sun goes down, it just makes like the prettiest oh, backdrop yeah. in Lexington. Ah, gosh,
1: just the best. Steven Johnson, 17 to 25, 196 yards, three touchdowns. Pretty good.
2: Should have won that one. Should have won one in hurt.
1: 2019, too. Yeah. Sawyer Smith had that lead. He was dropping dimes over there. That is going to be a fun name drop of the past. Like, you know, a few years from now. Steven Johnson? Sawyer Smith.
2: Oh, Sawyer Smith. Like, oh, yeah, you yeah. remember
1: he had that one really good half?
2: I just remember on radio, like, we had about a two-month span where you were just like, he's not with the team. Like, don't, no, don't consider Sawyer Smith in the quarterback conversation. Nope, don't do it. Whatever you do, don't do it. Don't do it. And you were right about that one.
1: For as much guff as you get. He was uh, he was living life like the the backup in Blue Mountain State. He's Good. En- he's enjoying himself. Good.
2: That's what college is about. Yeah. And
0: I Forgot about that especially, show.
2: Especially whenever
1: like you're not going to play. Yeah. Enjoy it.
2: Yeah, you may as well. Uh, this texture says, my gal sure knows how to relax her throat. Hope y'all are having a fantastic Tuesday. I'm headed to the ER, tried the spoonful of peanut butter to rid myself of hiccups, and when you know it, inhaled some straight to the lung bags. Great <laughs> advice, boot scootin' dingbat. Jay, just kidding he says. I think it works, but I definitely fear inhaling something that can't be coughed up. Sounds miserable.
1: What what do you That's doing? That's a very odd fear to yeah. have. Inhaling something I can't cough up. Like you're
0: how are you inhaling peanut butter if you're just taking a spoonful of it?
1: He's I mean, he obviously didn't inhale a spoonful no kidding. of it, but like I I don't he's think it would go
2: down his throat and somehow bypass his stomach and get into his lungs. No,
1: no, like I think he's afraid of like just sucking in too quick and that goes, but like your your lungs don't have the psi to pull in (laughs) that quickly. That's what you have. I'm pretty sure the uvula is the flap that closes that, right? The airwave. It takes something very weird to be able to have it go down your windpipe. That, That might, but I don't think that's an irrational fear though, it's a weird one for sure. But I could get where it's like oh man, I just like if you have something stuck in your throat once, do you have a hard time getting out? I could see where you would have a fear of choking on something.
2: But peanut butter
1: is a very dumb thing though.
2: We're 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 this is a wild It's a Wednesday. Two out of three yeah, it is a Wednesday tax. It's two out of three that have just been a little bizarre to start. Let's see if this fourth one brings us back on the right page. Hoosier Dingus says sometimes when I mute and unmute the mic, it'll work. Indiana Intellect at its finest. Uh,
0: Let me explain that. So Nick's mic yesterday was unmuted, but... Sometimes when it doesn't work, if I mute it and unmute it again, it, it will work. you got
1: to so, take the game out, blow on it, and put
0: it back in. That's right.
2: I <laughs> wouldn't doubt, Justin, that that sounds accurate, but I also, if I had forgotten to unmute his mic, that sounds like a convenient thing I mean, to
0: I, I have no problem admitting if I forgot to unmute a mic. I mean, I, I, I would fully admit that. I'd also say that if I <laughs> forgot to unmute a mic. All right, you caught me. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs>
2: Oh, um, it, yeah. Take it easy on who's your Dingus, Texter. That's just for <laughs> rousing me. Disney Channel original movie classic, Smart House. The house was smart. <laughs> smart House was a good one.
1: It uh, it also had Kate Siegel who was the the person who played, and she's I mean married with children. Uh, she's done a lot of big things. Hey. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, and I mean I'm not naming any of her movies, but she's done plenty of those as well.
0: Full disclosure, I looked up Disney original movies. After that text was sent yesterday, I don't know that I've seen a single one, guys.
1: Okay. Did you, not, one. Not, have it, did you not have Disney Channel as a kid? I you never watched Luck of the Irish? Nope.
2: Boy, what a miserable childhood you must And know. And
0: you said Holes was not an original Disney movie. No. Okay. So yeah, that's I, I've seen that Holes, but I don't yep, think I've seen any theaters. any originals. Cheetah Girls, does that count? I saw Cheetah Girls back in the I day.
2: I think Cheetah Girls counts.
0: You never saw Halloween Town? Nope. What?
2: What a oh, You I never forgot. saw
1: My Date with the President's Daughter? Nope. That was a great my one. My date with the Actually, President's I, that daughter. That wasn't in there. My date with her. That wasn't in you there. You got though. me in now. Well it is, buddy. <laughs> oh, Johnny Tsunami was the other one I couldn't think of that was really good. Was Johnny mo- Tsunami. Motocross. Yeah. Um and also, uh, do you remember Under Wraps where it was like there was a mummy like in his basement or whatever? I thought I thought you might like that one. That was the, the OG uh Disney Channel original movie.
2: Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, we should have mentioned that one. Yeah, that's
1: a really um, good one. The Even Stevens movie. Yeah. Shia Buff. kind of. move about there?
2: Oh, another texter. Uh, Smart House was a good one. KRC, another sports moment that was a huge deal was when Rodman kicked the cameraman in the gonads, says Billy Big Blue. I forgot I, about that.
0: I don't remember that Definitely
2: one. didn't see it live.
0: Hey, I watched the uh, Mouse at the Palace last night. Did you like it? It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't think it was worth my sleep that I lost. Um, But, yeah, it I was mean, pretty good. how much
1: good. sleep did you lose, Justin?
0: Oh, an hour and nine minutes, because that's how long it was.
1: But, not, but, yeah, it was it was an easy watch, though. It was an easy watch. And, yeah. and like, uh, I told Trevor I, when I, I was texting him, I was like, yeah, this really is, like, Pacers fan. Like, the beginning of it really gets the Pacers fan hyped only to, like, Charlie Brown them, you know? Yeah. Like, they know what's coming. Like, you've got this great team who can win it all, finally give Reggie a title, and then nope. I didn't – one thing that I also I didn't recall at all was any of the – prosecuting any of the, the fans that yeah, were in it. Yeah, true. Either. Uh, and which also, I was glad to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Ron Artest – I guess I don't need to watch it.
0: Ron Artest, definition of a thug. Whoa. Justin – After we just had our
2: <laughs> – at the time at the time he was I've always, very I've hot. always
1: disliked Ronnie. He's a very he is very hothead. Yeah, but also like he had mental problems. But then That's he true. turned into Meta World
2: Peace. Yeah, now I like him. Big Blue Drew says Brink is the best original Disney movie.
1: Yeah, I i I think I might have preferred Johnny Tsunami more just because I like the uh But yeah, Brink is yeah, right there. I mean those two those those full, were the two big ones.
2: Full disclosure if you're listening to this, and you're like, oh, well, they are recommending these movies. They're they're not actually like good, but they are nostalgic and funny or slightly entertaining. And, if n- nothing, and else. if you
1: ask a similar demographic, uh, especially of, like younger females, they would like say Cheetah Girls and you know High School Musical. That was an OG Disney Channel original.
2: Yeah, I never, I don't think I've ever watched an entire High School Musical.
1: It, and the thing that's sad, Terry, is the first one was actually like a good wholesome musical. And then they added auto tune and made everything terrible. Like you can't auto tune s- kids singing in a musical.
2: No, that's not how that works, though. No. Yeah. Uh, the wife said the scariest Disney Channel ri- original was "Don't Look Under the Bed," but I don't. I think she's just making up. I think she's just making up movies.
1: No, no, it's uh, yeah, it was the Boogeyman one. It I was remember a Disney that one. Channel. Yeah, it was a Boogeyman movie. It was called. Um, not Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Ooh, I remember the 1999,
2: and I never saw this? Yeah. Well, Hannah, I know what we're watching
1: tonight. Yeah, it's uh, probably on Disney+. Plus. It was good. They had uh, the girl from Even Stevens is the main character. Oh, she was great. Oh, yeah. my gosh, never even heard of it.
0: I wow. have no idea how I haven't seen all these. I Man, I knew there was
2: a ton. I knew there would be several, I mean, probably more than I could count that I had not heard of before, especially if they still do any. But one from 1999. That was that was my prime.
1: Yeah. Really in your wheelhouse, especially.
2: yeah, especially the me liking horror movies. All right. Well that's good to that's good to know. Alley like Cat Strike to run the bowling one. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that one was silly. How many people would do that? A little like the routine. Oh. Uh Texter says 502-414-1450. KRC, I know the season stunk overall, but shutting out Tennessee last year is up there is one of my favorite Soup's wins. Billy Big Blue. Yeah, if I was at that game, I probably would and I I probably would have maybe gone to that game. I would have that one very high, but I was at Cedar Point, kind of waiting in lines and watching, watching on my phone. And when I couldn't watch on my phone, I was listening to the Tom Leach audio, which was also amazing. It was uh that was awesome. Like, just beating down Tennessee on their home field. And then the video of that guy, another pick six. That was a great one, Billy Big Blue, that doesn't get talked about enough. And, yeah, maybe it was because it was a four and six season, all things considered. But it was a four and six season that led to a Gator Bowl. So, it's you're really complicated in how we look back it's at gonna last be, season.
1: It's going to be really weird years from now. Yeah. yeah. Like, people really are going to be
2: like, weird. four and six? That must have been bad. And it's like, no, no, no. We were actually kind of okay with it. Yeah. Like, we didn't love it, but, like, we weren't steamed. Yeah. It's a tough schedule. Yeah, really tough. You just you just want that old Miss game. You wish the Auburn one was later
1: in the year. The Missouri, you know the Missouri thing, sure all the circumstances. Sure, uh, man. Uh, also, I forgot that the Lawrence brothers were just big time. We're just gonna pump out some movies for you Disney Channel. Oh, did they? Yeah. So, because I, I saw a title I never heard of, and it was horses. So I'm like, what? <laughs> And that one, I don't really remember, but it looks very stupid. But the sequel was Jumping Ship. And that was that had all three Lawrence brothers. And it was like a pirate movie. And I think you might remember the poster because, I mean, those guys, they looked ready I don't know if for I do a remember speech. that poster. Yeah.
2: Gosh, it's like the Bernstein Bears thing for some of these. Like, how did I not know these? Or how, you know, it's a little different because I'm misremembering, but I've. Like, I should know that but they were out on a boat and then pirates came. and, Oh my gosh, we've got to, I, you know. Did the like, would it be pretty realistic where the pirates would either just hold them for ransom or like instantly kill them? It, and it was at least them?
1: like they used like those inflatable boats to do it. So it made it look like real action y and it was real serious. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they did end it up, uh, let's see here. Oh, there's a quicksand scene. Oh man. Uh, which quicksand, too. Not as frequent as yeah we talked about have that. Think.
2: uh that like growing up it's just I need to know what not when not if I find and get into quick quicksand it was when it's like it's gonna happen I hope I know that I can get out of it because that's that's basically what we were taught growing up
1: oh so they got stranded on an island and then the pirates are trying to get them um. And then that's when all of the... Why don't races. they just go uh, on shore and get There's them? There's a speed... B- they couldn't find them until they used a flare to try to get the airplane's attention. Oh, wow. <laughs> Roush seems
2: like he just wants to pop on. Roush, if you need to go and watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Disney Channel Movie Marathon.
2: Texter says, KRC, hopefully this new alliance ends up turning on Louisville and whatever school wins the first HOH, they decide to backdoor U L. They probably used to... They're they're probably used to getting backdoor, and that's from Billy Big Blue as well. Uh, that that's good. Too. Mike Rutherford and Trevor were laughing. They were like, "Can just what if some members of the alliance start making demands, and they say that we're sinking the whole alliance unless you do this or you do that?" And the good news is you don't have any contracts, so you don't have, you don't have to worry about it. Oh, what a joke. And, it, like, is national media mocking this as much as they should? Yeah. yeah they are? Yeah, okay. Because yeah, I could see so. it, some, like, Big Ten fart sniffers or something being, like. I mean,
1: they still have the, like, the athletic fart sniffers that are, you know, doing there. Yeah. So, what does it mean? And then, like, they're very seriously like, yeah, it doesn't really mean anything.
2: When they say, we need to make sure we have shared values, we keep academics first, we keep our integrity, our honor, and our collaboration together. <laughs> Because the SEC says, you know what? We don't have shared values. We hate academics. And we're not, yeah. Like, wait, just shut up. The fart sniffing in this country.
1: Yeah, we f- we care about athletics, even though we tried to cut a bunch of <laughs> Olympic sports last fall to save a dime. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, I, man. I
1: found another Lawrence Brother movie. The other me, where he's got a clone. We can't. We can't do that one. Was good. We can't that do, one was we can't actually do... <laughs> good. <laughs> that one was actually. He had the little. Uh, the little sea people. Remember those? I, I, the, the I, little, I and think I do. He poured the dust in, and it created a clone. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. that was a good one. That's good Oh stuff. Lawrence Brothers.
2: All right, uh, Texer says. Good morning. Over under wages. U of L under six and a half. UK over seven. Tennessee under six. LSU under eight and a half. Indiana over seven and a half. Suck it, Hoosier dingus. Have a great show, UK Pez. Thanks for the text, UK Pez. Agree with all those except the Indiana over. Really?
1: Yeah, I'm on the Indiana under.
2: And then also Tennessee. I could see that being a push. Um, and also another thing you got to remember the fine print. Somebody on House of Blue brought this up, and it was a really good point. The fine print on these over-under bets is if a game gets forfeited, that you don't get your bet back. Like, right. that it's going to go against you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that the wording that I saw was it was kind of like, we can get you either way. Like, we can, can't, we can void the bet. If you bet an under and a game gets forfeited, we can void the bet and say, well, not the total number of games was played. You're getting your money back, but you're not winning the bet. And then they can get you on the wins where you could have over eight, but a game gets canceled. They only end up winning – eight games and they say oh oh well sorry they didn't reach it the other one was
1: a forfeit we can't do anything about it you lose your bet well that's what that's what i'm saying i don't know they're if, gonna get you are they gonna award teams wins if the opponent forfeits i
2: don't think so i think they're going i think basically what the fine print said is we're going to use it yeah, for but us or against us. i
1: think in the official win total though the point of penalizing a team for a forfeit you would have to reward the other team and they, give them a win. yeah
2: but i don't think that works for like a betting standpoint i think that's for record keeping and History, sure. but I think
1: for bets, it's like a no I, contest. I still don't think there's going to be like a bunch of forfeits though either. I hope not. I I've, I've got no clue. I mean, have but you heard of a team shutting down because of COVID? No preseason. It's it just. You know what I mean? Like you, you, hear more about teams reaching like high vaccination points instead of forfeits. You know, so yeah. Oh, well, let's hope so. I'm so uh, worried I, about it. I will say, I did. One of my bets that I really liked was L S U under eight and a half and they took away the hook from me. And I was kind of in a hurry yesterday. I still bet it anyway and I think that, you know, chances of me pushing are very good at that point. They'd have to have a real bad season to be seven and five. Eight and four, definitely see. So I, I now I'm almost kind of hoping for a push. Almost regret making that one. I did take Purdue over five. Second, Justin. That's five. Good for them. Yeah, go to a bowl game.
0: Speaking of, um, DJ I Completely disagreed with you on your Indiana take, but then I looked at the schedule, and there's only seven guaranteed wins. So yeah, I, exactly. I tend to agree with you.
2: What, who are the guaranteed ones? Uh, just for what let's you, just see if there's You've got, one. like,
0: Maryland. You've got Rutgers. You've got Western Kentucky, right. Idaho. Um, I give us a win over Michigan State,
1: Purdue. Yeah, I mean, you're, you you I, name three games that I would the a toss-up. I think, the, Michi- toss ups, I
2: think the Michigan State and Purdue, you I would give you pretty much everything you'd set up to like, Michigan State and but Purdue. But, like, Rutgers
1: played pretty good last year towards the end of the they, year. They did. And Maryland can score a lot of points. Justin, Indiana's but India- stink. Indiana no. should stink. But
2: Indiana sorry. should beat Rutgers and Maryland. I'll give them that. They
0: should probably beat Michigan State. We will beat Michigan State. It's at home. We've had their number as of late.
2: Purdue, you, you wouldn't be shocked if you lost to Purdue, Justin. We'll beat Purdue. But you wouldn't be shocked if Purdue won. We'll be. Purdue. You'd be I could see you coming in Monday and saying, I Justin. was worried about Justin's this
0: game from blah, blah, blah. If we lose Justin's to Purdue, I'm not coming in on Monday.
1: Justin's got to have this football win because he's not getting any in basketball. No. Not not against I mean, Purdue, this no. Is, this is really what we've reached with this Indiana fan. Uh, I mean,
0: it's true, Nick. I'm not I'm not ignorant. Like We're not going to beat Purdue in basketball this year. Are you kidding me? They're a top five team. I love it.
1: Oh, you I'm a, I'm you a realist. Get, you wouldn't get that from the T dog. You wouldn't get that. No, no, you, you wouldn't. Nine, wins. Which, uh, by the way, Daryl Bird, that. buddy, slow your roll. Oh yeah,
2: we should talk about that too. <laughs> we have a ton of tax. We we've, we've got to hit a break. We'll come right. back. We'll finish up tax. Daryl Bird, Kentucky going to the college football playoff, baby. Basically, kind of what he's saying, or yeah. at least close to it. This is KRC. I'm Big X. We'll be right back. Queen. Sucks, dude. But I'm telling you, it's jobs. We got to get jobs. Then we get the khakis.
0: Then we get the chicks. Welcome back. Kentucky
2: Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 I'm TJ Walker, calls. Nick Roush, Justin Kaelin. One final segment. A lot of text to get to. And, Roush, there are still some topics that we kind of forgot to bring up. Daryl Bird, UK, 11-1. and 1. We did it. We're the best
1: man. And here's the thing too, folks, if you haven't, I just encourage you to read the article too, because it's even more funny when you dive in head first, because man, it's, it's UK fan fiction at its finest. I appreciate it. Well, why don't you give me
2: like a quote or something? Okay.
1: Uh, Give me one second. Um, because man, it, there's, there's in here. Um, I mean, he opens, this is his lead. Could be my dipping a toe into senior citizenry or maybe covering coverage football for nearly four decades provides an adequate base to make the following observation. When you preface it with like, I may be getting too old for this bleep. Probably not a good idea. Um... Let's see, where's the real big doozy? Because, of course, our our pal Sweeney and Striebel were having a field day with us yesterday. Um, uh, Let's see here. September, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. The biggest one is right here. Emboldened by the win over Florida, Kentucky takes out LSU the following week in yet another key game played at Kroger Field. The only loss comes at Georgia, a prediction that will remain until UK proves it can beat the Bulldogs. Following a bye to reset and heal, Kentucky topples Mississippi State in Sarkville and sweeps through November with four more wins. Uh, there you have it—a path to 11 victories, which would be the most since 1950 when pair ball uh, pair Paul Bear Bryant paid football's own version of the Glory Road. Buckle up.
2: Uh, that- which, like
1: br- using Glory Road, probably not. A good callback for Kentucky fans.
2: All right. Let's let's just do this exercise because it's a Wednesday. Let's say that we let's say that like we have a crystal ball and Daryl's right. How are you changing your approach heading into the season? Because you don't know it's a dream season until it's over, or you don't really, or at least until the middle of it. So sometimes in that 2018 season, it's like I wish I didn't worry so much about this or that. And instead, like, appreciated the games. Like, imagine if you could watch that Florida game somewhat stress-free, if you will. Like, Oh, no, that's not. it's fun. The, the fun uh, is it has in know. the stress. I don't know about that. I don't know so I ro- totally well, agree you, with you. You. You,
1: fire, you fire off some crazy-ass tweets would whenever you're in the middle of the Would you plan on – I
2: mean, you have to cover them. Would you plan on – that's true – uh, the emotional roller coaster that it is <laughs> UK Twitter during a game is a, uh, is a real a riot, treat. Yeah. when you're at the game you don't get to be a part of it as much, but road games and whatnot, and especially for you just at all of them in the press box. But like would you if you were a fan, would you go to more games if you knew that this was going to be such a special season? Would you would you cover more games as Nick Roush? Would you say, Hey, I would you write a book? Would, would you write I, a book? I would about go
1: it? to Mississippi State. If Nick Roush writes a book this season, I would, I would be going to the Mississippi state game. If you knew this, if was, I knew this was Wait, They haven't won Starkville in 10 years. Thing is 10 years. Wow. Well,
2: I mean, it's been a long time, like far, far like, too long to not have a win in Starkville, freaking Mississippi. I mean, for like stadiums that are generally 75% full tops. No, they usually
1: pack them pretty good. Not when it. I covered it. They do now. Mullen changed that a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I feel but, like um, I saw some
2: shots of the crowd last time we were in Starkville. And it was just like, Jesus is embarrassing.
1: But, like, that's the part where, like, you know, birds glossing over. Like, oh, the, that's yeah, good, they yeah. can't beat Georgia. It's like, dude, they haven't won in Mississippi in 10 years. They, they're they terrible off of bye weeks. Stoops' record, I think, is something like three and five. And he's played some stinkers after bye weeks as well. Uh, so, like, that Van, do you remember the When we were doing the ranking things, people were like, Kentucky beat Vanderbilt 14-7? to Yeah, that was 2018 whenever we had to – it was windy, and you just had to give Benny Sell the ball for an entire drive just to carry UK to victory. Kentucky plays horribly after bye weeks. They're probably going to lose that
2: one. That was kind of funny that, like, that 2018 was so dominant, but that Vandy game was just so frustrating. And during the whole season, people – UK fans – Stupidly debated one another whether the team was good or not. Like, you remember that? Yeah, like bro. people just couldn't really sit back and enjoy it. So let's let's all just pretend. Let's all just have the mindset that Daryl's going to be right, I mean, I, and we just we go into it with the heart of a child.
1: I mean, there's part of it where he argues about Florida reeling. You know, that, and I I agree with some of that. I think Florida and LSU. I think he's like he has a better chance beating those teams than winning at Starkville, though. Both of, be, both of State. those teams, yeah, I disagree like,
2: that like you I, get two versus you lose one. I I do agree that if Kentucky goes zero two in that home stretch of Florida and LSU, that's bad. That oh, should yeah, not yeah. happen. You got to get one of those. You absolutely yeah, you have to. to, and I think um, they will. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think it's a better chance they get
1: two than they get zero. I'd say that. Yeah, and also like the other thing that he isn't considering too, Tennessee. It's still Tennessee. Kentucky's. Worse, no. We're going to beat the snow best team out of in forty years. Lost to their worst team in forty years. No. And granted, it was at Newland, so it's, gonna, it's a different story. It's gonna Be ugly. But like that, those are things that you have to. Like I, I can't just write down that prediction. That's why I'm probably going to have a, a nine and three prediction. But I think like nine and three is great still.
2: Nine and three would be phenomenal. Yeah. I, I I would be fine with nine and three. I think eight and four is where you say you can't really be disappointed with eight and four, but, but, you, you, but you don't have, have to be thrilled. You could have been better. Yeah, you don't have to be thrilled yeah. with it. Seven and five with the talent and the yeah, schedule, that'd yeah. be that'd be underwhelming. I will not be pleased with a seven and five season. But that's we always kind of make fun of the hyperbole. And we always try to remind folks there is a gray area. You know, Mm -hmm. what if they go seven and five and one of those wins is a win at Georgia, but some of the losses yeah, you don't what if there's COVID outbreak? Yeah, you never know. There's nuance to how you look back in a season. But just kind of painting with a broad stroke, seven and five would be disappointing. Eight and four, I think that's your middle of the pack. Anything better at eight and four, you're in for just a really fun season. So uh, I hope that he's right. I'm going to be optimistic heading into the season, try to enjoy the ride and, and not get so picky if the offense doesn't look great week one or they beat Missouri by three but it looked ugly doing it or <sighs> something like that. Should be a pretty like good offense, though. I hope you're right.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I hope get,
1: you're right. Just hearing the defense, like, that's what's got me most excited about the offense is just there's going to be frustrating drops still. But hearing how difficult it is for this defense to figure out and it's all a bunch of seniors. That's encouraging.
2: I just like at at our minimum, we're going to be able to run the football, yeah. and that's if And going that, you know going
1: to be able to do some stuff. Like, yeah, we know that much yeah. at least. Hey, gents.
2: This is Rocket City Rob. Thanks for the heat check advice sent over the podcast to my overly enthusiastic Purdue buddy. Only thing I like about West Lafayette is XX triple X burgers, and no, it's not a gentleman's club. I've been to, I've been to I've, I know what you're talking about, as I had assumed as a freshman in college. Great actual burgers, though. You're right. That's, the I think, like the one of two places I've ever eaten in West Lafayette, and delicious. Super pumped. I don't think West Lafayette's campus is as bad as people make it out to be. Would it be the most fun place to live after college? No, I don't think so. Super pumped for the Missouri game, and then my Vikings opener the next day in Cincy. Suck it, TJ, and your Packers. And I'm hoping I can get a chance to meet you all and get a pick. That would be the opposite of suck it. So, Blow it, I guess. Go, Cats. Keep up the good work. Hey, Rocket City, Rob. That sounds good. Well, we will uh, – I'm, I'm very excited for the Missouri game. Roush, did you know people are already setting up tents at Kroger Field?
1: I mean, they've been set up for as long as I've – Isn't
2: that wild? You're not allowed to do that.
1: No. It's, I, I don't know why people do it.
2: Because you got to claim your spot, man. It it's a doggy dog world out there. I mean, there. but
1: like now it's just year round though, is what I'm saying. Like I'm not. Yeah, because you have to claim your spot.
2: It didn't. You, they They have a rule. They just don't enforce, enforce it. it. It's like what yeah. three days, five
1: days before or something. But yeah, those those tents. I've they've been out there as long as I can remember going to Lexington this month.
2: One person kind of buy our spot. We we've got our setup. Uh, so I've been told, which is great. Shout out to the. I I have very. I'm just a clinger on. all this yeah Um, I'd I'd like to suggest I'm a financial provider but the person's too gracious but uh, so this isn't my deal whatsoever but the people that I associate with they supposedly have their spot and somebody near us had a sign that said like We will, please don't move stuff. We will cut grass for you. And they've been like taking care of that little patch of the lawn (laughs) outside of Kroger Field. It is great. Uh, It's fun, Mm -hmm. folks. UK football matters. And what you can do is show up to the games. $12 tickets on StubHub. I'm not any way getting paid or promoted by UK to do that, but I like UK football to do well. People want to play in front of full houses. Coaches want to coach in front of packed houses. Uh, There's more money involved when you do that. So show up if you can. It's going to be a good time.
1: Texter says, 10 gulps of water without taking a breath is a sure cure for hiccups. Again, I just don't think there's anything that's 100%. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: Texter says, love that UK put up the huge banner honoring Coach Charm, but it also reminds me of something that makes me absolutely furious with UK football. All the decor and accent pieces in and around the stadium are just cheap-looking banners. They've got to start using real paint and actual hardscapes around there. Otherwise, it'll be the same old cheap stadium with no character. Even the blue wrap around the field is just a banner, and it looks cheap and bad. That's because... A dark color just ages. It's like the Griff's Louisville banner on the Watterson that is just faded to nothingness. Or light like the, banners th- fade, too. The sun ages things, and the blue makes it a little like, more obvious. Do you back the blue? I do. <laughs> I don't think the banner around the field looks cheap. I think that looks good. Uh, but I, I get where their point is, though. It's like, hey, can you not just like use some paint instead of... Because the paint actually does, like, add some character. Especially, like, just, why can't you just paint, like, I, I don't, the bowl year or something. You know, I don't know. It seems like an easy thing to do
2: that's not a bad idea if you did like you hired like a student graffiti to like do a bow logo along that wall and it's like something different and it sticks out and it's cool it'd be cool not a bad idea I do agree around the concourse though and there's really no excuse for it you're rolling in the dough like you're literally having to build stadiums because you have so much money that you don't know what to do with it all everything should be state-of-the-art around the football stadium and the thing is all the new stuff is Roush like the complexes are it's and they renovated the stadium, and the exterior looks pretty solid. I don't think anybody really complains about that. But around the concourse and whatnot, it, it, there are it, – it, I, I kind of agree with the texter. It's not like there's cheap banners just hanging everywhere like it's a Louisville City game. But it could be better, and it should be better. There's no reason it's not. Was that a gun in Vito Shorter? was he just happy to be there? Says one texter.
1: Yeah. <sighs>
2: Oh, sorry, I skipped. Uh, no, oh, no, no, we you did. didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hold your breath. Take 12 sips of beverage 60% of the time. It works every time. Now,
2: those are my kind of numbers.
1: <laughs> uh, thoughts on the more video with the teacher and student straight up fighting. Big Blue Drew isn't pleased. Well, oh, I haven't even seen Big Blue Drew's take on it. It's not. Well, I mean, he just said, I hate this for my school. Something like that. The guy grabbing the kid's hair was really, like, uncalled for. Like, I, they, they were trying to break it up. The guy's just holding on. I don't... I don't, And I think even at that point, he was just trying to restrain the kid. But I cannot imagine, like, just grabbing somebody's hair. And then he refuses to let go. It's like, dude, they're trying to split it up. You're making things worse. Yeah. So, um, you know, apparently the teacher got punched by the kid. Obviously, I'd be pretty ticked off if some kid punched me in the face. But you also have to be an adult. And I'm sure that they're... If you're working it more, that's you got to know that there's a chance that you could get punched back and That's part of the.
2: Well, that's kind of sad. Um, that shouldn't be the case anywhere, but there, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean situation. that there's not truth to it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I feel like if you feel like your life is threatened, you do need to protect yourself and defend yourself. But there is a difference between getting punched and feeling like your life is threatened. And some people may disagree with that, but truthfully, there is. Where, like, you could probably take a hit, and if you can stay composed, be like, this situation is out of control, I'm going to remove myself from it, and we can let the dust settle where it is. I
1: just got punched. The worst part is there's a another teacher trying to split the teacher and the kid up, and this guy's just grabbing onto his hair. It's yeah. like, dude, it's not you
2: can't. Good. It's not good. Come on. It's not good, and it's concerning. And uh, you just, similar to, like, the UK situation, let's just hope all the facts get straightened out and, and the best decisions is made moving forward. Uh, but... That stuff like that's just sad. It is. Texter says peanut butter works every time for hiccups. Scoots nailed it. I used to try everything to get rid of hiccups. Someone told me about peanut butter, and it's worked every time. Have to get a decent spoonful, but it does work. Dang it! I agree with
0: Scoots.
1: Come on. Yeah. Told you. Somebody in Scoots' court. Told you.
2: I love when when Scoots feels uh, validated, yeah. vindicated. Rarely happens. I
0: don't I don't really need it uh, cuz I knew inside that the peanut butter method's a good one, but hey, if it it's works, always nice to have. If That's,
2: it works for you, then it doesn't matter. It's the exactly. Michael the Michael Scott or the office quote where Dwight or he says, "Dwight, is there anything under confirmation?" No, there's a lot of affirmation. <laughs>
1: Oh my oh, gosh Roush, how did you keep your composure when Coach White said you can't just service yourself you have to service the whole group Texture says <laughs> hotter than heck out here boys when I left work at midnight it was still a toasty 85 yeah, outside Yeah, that's just stupid Yeah
2: that, And that's why I think people that travel south in the summer they've got, they've got a few screws loose Roush, you want to say Herschel Walker does my cousin Herschel those people do that want a vacation in hotter places. Bad if I bad. ever leave this city and this state, I'm going north, baby. Get away from this grossness.
1: <laughs> Why is Nick's ex boss constantly crying about the Little League World Series? He hates <laughs> kids. Apparently, there's literally no other sports on. Suck it up, bro, and get over yourself. What, what's his issue with the Little League World Series? He just says it's been on a long time. I don't. I think it just started like last week. Well,
2: that would assume that what else they'd have on, he'd be watching. Which is probably not true. What, cornhole? That's the other summer thing you see. Yeah, there's
1: like Little League World Series is just like, oh, football's almost here.
2: And the fun thing, like, if it's a close Little League World Series game, it's still a sport. It's still competitive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It means everything to these kids. I
1: do hate the, um, I hate Strong Word, but I don't like the, like, how much they really play up the kids. Like, they kept just showing these kids eating ice cream in the stands one day.
2: So you don't like that they're playing up like the boys. Look, these kids are just kids playing a sport, but look, they're kids.
1: But it's like I don't need, you know, uh, like you can have shots of the crowd. I just don't need, oh, look at that ice cream over there. Those kids, they're having the time of their life. Oh,
2: are you talking about fans? Yeah, like in the stands. Yeah, it's like come
1: on, like this, or like you get the like conversations with mom and dad. They definitely play up like
2: like the family atmosphere, even when it's a full stadium. Yeah,
1: and but like here's the thing: like I'm sure it's great. Like those families are probably pumped about it, but also don't you kind of want to be treated like a pro? Isn't that what's cool about the Little League World Series? Is it's almost like you're a pro and you're 12 years old. Yeah, but they show fan shots at MLB games. Yeah, it's just the the ones that I was watching on Saturday. It was a lot.
2: It's over the top. I yeah, don't. I, yeah. I I do agree that they paint it up and like the kids sliding down the hills when they do that. But I don't think and we're the sportsmanship too is just a lot. Sure, yeah. but that's what they feel like they need to be promoting to to kids. And I guess there'd be worth it, worse things they could be promoting: violent video games and thug music. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Ron Artest. justin. God, driving down I seventy five to work and just hit the biggest hiccup in the road. <laughs> 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 hope, hope i don't need a wheel alignment anywho hey there's the anywho three days till my wedding look forward to spending my honeymoon in punta cana listening to krc and the x-boss's show next week oh yeah wwe is still better than the outlaw aew glorified indie indie wrestling roll call
1: hey punta cana Lock- that's where uh went on my honeymoon we had uh great honeymoon slides spots. There it was adults only, and they had water slides, which what a lot of fun. Were people just naked? No, but like it's not you don't have to worry about like kids like pooping down the slide or anything, you know. You Lines are not the human body
2: should not be viewed nude on a water slide. No, I think no, that's something most there's would new agree. people
1: on the beach because Punta Cana is a little more European. Uh-huh. And that's you know they they're no shame there. It's just uh, our our Protestant Puritan backgrounds very much shamed of our bodies in America not not the case elsewhere. Uh Mama Lana too. It's not that great. Just make sure if you get it chilled. When it's hot and it's sitting in those big buckets, it's disgusting. And they will they will play it up. They will make all sorts of jokes, like, "Hey, amigo, you got to get some Mama Juana. Take it up to the room." Like that they make those jokes all the time. It's it's a bit much. Was that uh They claim it's an aphrodisiac. Oh, interesting. Yes. Was it? You I mean, it's booze. It's rum. Was it was it? <laughs> It's rum. It, uh, oh, he's
2: blushing. <laughs> oh, he's blushing. I mean, any
1: better- alcohol can be an aphrodisiac if you have enough of it. Or it could be the opposite. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Uh, better
2: honeymoon destination, Punta Cana or Disney World?
0: Punta Cana. Punta Cana. Not even close. Not even close. Come on.
1: Uh, Texter says, another great Georgia running back, Sean Moreno. That's probably what inspired Justin. He saw that
0: text. No, I actually said it before the text came no, out. that's what I would say just if so I it's saw a, it from the text. For what it's worth.
1: to have people think that I
2: thought
0: about it before the text. That's fine. Y'all can just keep giving it to me all you want, but I'll it first.
2: Texter says, working on a big boy Salsarita's catering order for the office for our 10-year anniversary. Just out here supporting the brand boys. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. Woohoo! So a texter says, load the tension, boys. Biden versus Trump, Roush versus Walker. Let go. <laughs> Roush and I very clearly don't agree on some of the mask and vaccine and mandate and the word mandate and stuff like that. But you know what? We are still friends, believe it or not, I think. Uh-huh. Speak for yourself. Roush did invite me to an Outback later for
1: lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's next? They require polio and measles and chickenpox vaccines before you go to school? <sighs> Shut the hell up, honk. Yeah, I mean, apples and oranges, buddy, but you know that. Oh, Texas says, we are going full politico. What's your all's take on the homeless situation downtown Louisville? It's out of control, and our mayor is living his best life at the <laughs> fair. I'll hang up and listen. They,
2: they just proposed a new plan where they're going to have an outdoor homeless center. So basically, instead of having them on highway overpasses and their camps where you see them and they're very noticeable. They, they had two
1: burned down in back-to-back nights a few Jeez, weeks ago. That's horrible.
2: They're going to basically have a designated area. Now people, of course, in this area do not love this and but they have said this is we're kind of just trying this and we think that we hope this is temporary. They're going to have plenty of space outdoor but they'll have amenities, indoor showers, bathrooms. It's a major problem in Louisville and uh, it's something that I, I think a lot of people just kind of turn a blind eye. I, I always, well, we should, we could save this for a Patreon. Not enough time to talk about it, but there's a little gist of it. Maybe if we have more time, we'll we'll get into it later. geist of it. Yeah, yeah the geist of it. Uh, already placed my bet for Georgia plus three and a half and sprinkled some on the money line. Also, TJ absolutely derailed Ole Miss minus oh, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm glad I, I got it that. at seven.
1: Yeah. I, what did I get? Because
2: it's, it's going the other way, folks. There's people who are like, oh, wait, Lane Kiffin and the best quarterback in the SEC has had six months to prepare for U of L's defense. U <laughs> of L's secondary that they were just like, all right, any D2 guy or Juco that wants to come on in, we're taking you. And they took him. So it's, a, it's just a, it's a good bet. But now when it starts getting up to double digits or whatnot, then the, you, things can get wonky a little bit late. Oh, I got him at seven and a half, too. Oh, yeah! Good deal. All right.
1: Another pick six.
2: Uh, t- another <laughs> a texter says, in a one setting, when you're absolutely starving, who would eat more out of the three of you?
0: Not me. Promise. I'd come in dead last.
2: It'd probably be Roush or me. I don't yeah, know. Roush I mean, and I have never binged to eat together.
1: I, yeah, and I've really tried to cut back. But, I mean, when I need to, I can really throw
2: we it We were really shame growing up not to leave an empty plate. So I do think I had this mental block oh, where, yeah, like, definitely. I can't see food just sitting there. You have to eat it. Yeah. I feel like I have to eat it where I'll even make myself uncomfortable, but I feel better overall than just seeing food that I paid cold, hard cash for get thrown in a dumpster gotta
0: finish your plate starving kids yeah oh
2: well, we heard a lot of that justin no
1: joke there are starving kids in africa that yeah. was my nana's favorite
2: uh we heard a lot like we were we were very much uh taught to finish our food um yeah whatever uh so it'd probably be rough for me is will levis competing with andre woodson for tastiest snack qb
1: <laughs> man there was some i don't uh, know i
2: feel like kentucky's had some really good looking quarterbacks
1: there was a uh, good looking, good looking dudes.
2: Although you don't often see like quarterbacks, I guess, as a position often attractive.
1: The uh, the one thing that is. Uh, did you hear the Lebatar of them talking about him? It was really awkward mm. because they were talking about it like, no, man, he looks like a thick Pat McAfee looking good over there in that banana. It was really awkward. I, really, I really don't
2: awkward. think it is. Uh, I, I, I just don't have issues commenting on like people's. Physique or stature, but I can see why also it can come off as awkward. Will Levis is a huge dude; like he's just he's a he's a big guy, uh, biggest quarterback at UK since.
1: I mean, is it Lorenzen? Toll like tolls was big. Yeah, uh, Tolls was taller. He, uh, Levis is pretty pretty yeah, thick he, though. He's so, yeah he is,
2: know. and that. Do- that doesn't mean well, nothing for a guy him. who's
1: going to run, and we haven't seen him a ton either. Like, like when you see him working in shoulder pads, it'll be a, we'll get a better judge because everybody true. can look bigger without pads. on oh, uh, Since oh wait, we did that one already. Double text in honor of the big guy running a work draft today with an hour in between picks. I'll report back on how it goes. Have to make sure there's time for business. It sounds boys. horrible.
2: Like the draft's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have a good time it's with it. Sound now, like if fun. it's like strangers or something, that's one thing. If it's a work league, li- but even if it's a work league, like a good way to Guys make were... friends with work people and go have yeah. a beer after work or something. Gosh. Folks darn were it.
1: doing the uh a draft at the bar last night. Tend like a lot of fun. like like they were right below me. Oh, their
2: man, deal like that bias. the KS bar has it's pretty good. Is a is a good deal. It's just you wanna go to like houses are much more fun for a draft in my experience. Like it, but, but you know, if
1: you don't— We usually just get, like, way more wasted at a house because you have just a lot of beer there. Yeah, you said out loud what I was referring to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John here. Good morning you all. Okay, here's my thought on the LSU COVID rules. Even if you are fully vaccinated and you still get a pass, in, you can still get and pass COVID, even if it is less likely it could still happen. So my opinion is regardless if you have a vaccine or not, they're going to make one group of people show a negative test. They should make all show a negative test. And the real reason why they won't have the vaccinated people take a test is because they don't want to put more doubt in people's mind about the vaccines and they don't want to try to undermine or ruin the integrity of the vaccines. Thanks again, COVID and the so-called powers be for ruining the world in America. God, please forgive this fallen world in Jesus' name. We've got to go. Talk to you later.
2: Lot there, a lot to digest there, John. Um, again, if we had more time, we could get into some of this stuff, but best just to leave it for another day. Xenon Girl, the 21st Century was a great Disney movie. IMO,
1: yeah, re- really was a great one. I did see I I do that, that one, but was really cool. it, well it was really cool. It was like uh, it, it, it looked like two uh, like rings around like a center thing. It was just it was a cool looking spaceship. Oh, that's a great description. I've been picturing it in my head. Suck it, buddy. I'm going to get my booster shot if needed. My magnetizium is starting to wear off.
2: Why would anyone do such experimental hiccup therapies without a verified method? <laughs> 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 it's a good text. Yep. Uh, big news, boys. Johnny here. Shot a 90 yesterday at Woodhaven. Tripled 18 or would have broke 90. Need Bobby Cook to get to the next level. Yeah, that's not a bad bad call. By the way, another COVID take. Did you see that, like, Stivers in the Kentucky house, He's, they're doing, like, they're giving away pizza if you get a vaccine. While I applaud the effort to get vaccines, that's folks, sweet. if one thing we learned about COVID is that we as a country need to get in better shape. Like, <laughs> let's, let's not prioritize people with like unhealthy, greasy, nasty food. But uh, I guess at the end of the day, if you get the vaccine, that's more important. So hats off to those guys for at least trying. Way to go, Johnny, on the ninety. You'll get there, buddy. You'll never beat me ever. I'm again. like
1: Roush after my great run. I did not look around the court to see if my ex girlfriend was there watching. I've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Johnny, we're gonna we're gonna come to blows here soon, buddy. You well, and Gus, Johnny. Fatal I Freeway. Say, I would just say, yeah, t- uh, team up.
2: Team up with Gus. Although I think both of them, you feel like they could be on each other's shoulders. You're <laughs> <laughs> wearing a trench coat. Why don't you talk to somebody your own size? <laughs> All right. Thanks for all the texts into the show. Oh, man. And know great, that great wacky Wednesday. our opinions are just that. We don't pretend to know everything in the world, just most things. Thanks for listening. We will be back tomorrow, 7 a.m., on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Bro,